You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Well met, fellow adventurers. I am now back in the city of Pakwa, where there's a new adventure for me to embark on. Well, it's not new, it's been there for a while. A lonely stretch of road. Only you stand between the fleeing caravan passengers and certain death. This is an oak and stone mask inspired adventure by VWK. Whoever that is. Apart from this adventure. Late afternoon, a well-travelled road several miles south of Pakur, at the very edge of the wintry northern wild, shouting over your shoulder, commanding the last of the terrified passengers to flee along the road. You boldly square yourself with the bounding forest troll, the hulking, grey-skinned brute. One of the three that burst from the foliage at the edge of the road to attack the wagon train snarls viciously as it lopes towards you, its savage bellows echoing through the frozen, barren trees. I've got a few options here. I could use elementalism, gating, illusion, conjuration, telekinesis or archery. I'm going to give Conjuration a shot, because you don't get many chances to use that. Succeeded. 4x speed to Conjuration. You channel your power of Conjuration, and watch as a heavy lock suddenly forms directly in the path of the bounding troll. With no time to react to the newfound obstacle, the, the troll stumbles over it and is set sprawling to the frozen ground. Like that. As the creature attempts to regain its feet, you rush forward and attack, determined to finish off the fearsome brute. 
while you retain the upper hand. I'm fighting a forest troll. Ooh, a troll. That means it's bonting time. No, right. I've got to unequip my shield first. And then it's bonting time. Bonting time. I'm going to bont your face because it's bonting time. Whenever you fight a troll, it's time to bont. Troll swipes at you with deadly claws and a bolt. You execute a masterful downstroke with the, with the troll bond for 22 extra damage. Get bonted. 21 XP. A glacial snarl to your left reveals the location of the second troll. You spin in the direction of the terrifying sound. And find the stalking beast moving out from behind the nearest wagon. Its claws still dripping with the blood of the slain horses. Hey! What did those horses ever do to you? Hey! Meaning, with grim determination, you plant your feet and prepare to engage yet another of the deadly denizens of these frozen wilds. Time to bond another forest troll. Bond! For 36 extra damage. Ah, oh, come on, Hick. Let's finish it off with a bont. No, no, nearly done, nearly done. Last time, just bonting. Ooh, yeah. Finish it off with a bont. Bont! Such a fun word to say. Bont, 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 bont. 21 XP. As the second troll slumps lifelessly to the ground, the largest of the Cree creatures. A truly horrifying specimen of savage malevolence stomps into view, stretches wide its fang-filled jaws, and unleashes a deafening bellow that leaves your ears winging and your pulse pounding with a loud grunt. The troll lopes towards you, snarling viciously, determined to defend the fleeing caravan passengers who bravely hold your ground. Your defiant gaze frozen on the massive troll now swiftly bearing down on you. It's a massive forest troll and it's gonna get bonted. It swipes at you. Your enemy smashes through your defences with a devastating blow for 25 damage. Alright, so let's counter with a bont. Oh yes, we bonted it. For 34 damage, as well as extra damage, that is. Okay, come on now. One last hit. Let's finish it off with a bont. Oh, oh no, that was a disappointing attack. Just rolled a two. Okay, and bont. Finish it off with a bont for 13 extra damage. You've slain your foe. 22 XP. Spattered with the blood of the slain troll. You step back from its oozing carcass and inhale sharply several times as you attempt to steady your breathing. Suddenly, a terrified cry wings out from behind the nearby wagons to your left. At almost precisely the same moment, a fourth troll stalks out the forest to your right and immediately begins loping after the fleeing caravan pastures. Look, troll! Haven't you seen all these troll corpses around here? I mean, it's a bit of a clue. 
It's a clue this is not a safe place for trolls to be. And do you see what's in my hand? A troll bont. Surely you've heard of troll bonts through secret terrified whispers whispered on the wind by trolls running for their lives. You know what this means? You're going to get bonted. If you just stayed away out, stayed deep in the forest, focused on boar and deers and nuts and fruits, this didn't have to happen. But you had to go and, and poke your nose into poke your nose into where it wasn't wanted and start killing horses and people and stuff. And now you're going to have to get bonted. Yeah, get bonted right in the face. Get bonted. As a second cry from somewhere behind the wagon reaches your ears, you hurriedly determine a course of action. Okay, so I've got two options. Investigate the nearby cries, or pursue the troll chasing after the fleeing passengers. Hmm. So do I go after someone who's probably in danger right now, or someone who could be in danger at any moment? Hmm. Mm -hmm. Tough one. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know how many... I don't have enough information. You're right. I mean, if I investigate the fleeing tries, that troll could catch those people. But I catch after that troll, whoever's in trouble nearby could be doomed. Investigate the nearby cries. You move around behind the free wagons, skirting the wavid carcasses of the slain horses, and quickly discover the source of the terrified cries. A young boy who you immediately recognise as the son of one of the wagon drivers, stoops over his father's unmoving body, sobbing and tugging at his arm. He looks up at you as you approach, and pleads for you to help his father getting up. Fearing for the worst, you move over and kneel down next to the prone man. Much to profound relief, the man is breathing and moaning. A wide, wet gash runs down his left side. The unmistakable results of a one-in with one of the forest trolls that attacked the caravan. Use restoration, of course. Call upon it. It succeeded. 64 experience to restoration. You channel your power of restoration and focus its healing energy on the grievous wound torn to the side of the prone man. Almost immediately, the gash begins to shrink, eliciting a startled and relieved gasp from your wounded subject. In less than a minute, only a small, thin scar, scar remains to mark the wound that very nearly cost the man his life. As the driver slowly regains his feet, his son, Still sobbing, throws his arms around him. Right, yep. The driver turns to you, presumably to thank you for saving his life. But before he could utter even a single word, you rush back into the middle of the road and stare after the fleeing passengers. There, bounding, bounding down the middle of the lane towards the unsuspecting group, 
is the forest troll you saw emerge from the woods only a minute ago. Realizing you cannot, you can't allow the troll to reach the fleeing passengers. You bolt along the road after the creature, determined to overtake him and thwart his cruel designs. Pick a number. Bonus of 50. 20 from agility, because I'm running. 10, 20 from body, because... So I don't get... So I don't tire myself out. And 10 from spirit. I'm keeping determined. I've got to get 100 or more. Or something bad may well happen. Pick now. 127. Success. You're nearly out of breath when at last you overtake the bounding troll. The fearsome, the fearsome forest merris spins around as you close in from behind and, and, and swipes, swipes at you with his deadly claws, narrowly missing your head, struggling to fend off the... Okay, starting the paragraph again. Struggling to fend off the effects of your exhortation. You valiantly engage the troll, determined to keep the creature from reaching the fleeing passengers. Alright, yeah, you troll, get bonted! Begin combat. Swipes at you his deadly claws, and now it's getting bonted for 43 extra damage. And I bont it again for 15 damage. Bond! You have slain your foe. 21 XP. You step back from the bloodied carcass of the slain troll and quickly glance in both directions along the road. To the north, a good distance away, the fleeing caravan passengers have reversed course and are making their way back towards you as the beleaguered group Numbering dust shy a dozen joins up with you. They stare down in shock and belief at the remains of the troll. One man, a grey-haired merchant, whom you've enjoyed a lively debate early today aboard your coach, steps over to you and, saying nothing, initiates a shoulder cross. You meet him in a respectful gesture before turning and leading your fellow passengers back to the scene of the attack. Upon your return to the wagons, you're met by the driver whose wounds your restorative powers healed and whose life you undoubtedly save. His young son smiles and slyly thanks you as his father meets you in a shoulder cross. The father tells you it's not the first time he's been witness to a troller track on this very stretch of road, though he admits it's the only occasion he's actually come face to face with one of the lonesome creatures. Not something I'd care to see again, he says, grimacing. And we're not none too far from the city. What's to become of this kingdom if beasts like this so openly move in our midst? But today I have been blessed. Thank you, friend. Within the hour, just as daylight has begun, begun to wane, the sound of hoofbeats from the south fills the air. You will need to find the horses, those shod feet are pounding out the heavy beat, belong to a regiment of Tyson soldiers bound for the nearby seaport. After speaking with you and inspecting the scene of the attack, 
half of the two dozen soldiers prepare to ride ahead to the city, where they will fetch horses capable of drawing the wagons to the gate. The West remain with the wagons and their passengers, their presence doing much to raise the spirits of the fearful, bewildered lot. Now certain that your fellow passengers will safely reach Parkour, you bid farewell to the driver and his son, wishing the former a swift and full recovery. Both he and the lad thank you repeatedly before turning their attention to preparing their wagon, for their hope will soon be the resumption of the last leg of their trek. With that, you quietly slip off, begin making your way north along the road, eager to reach the city and bring close to what has been a long and arduous journey. Within, within the hour, as, the frig- as frigid dusk settles over the north broadlands, you find yourself moving through the streets of Pakwur, tending to, to the various pieces of business that lured you to the heavily fortified seaboard. As, as you see to your ever-shortening list, list of errands, your thoughts continue to return to the troll attack on the caravan. The notion of creatures like forest trolls encroaching so boldly upon the civilised worlds, scant leagues from a fortress city like Pakwur, serves to give you pause and cause you to consider whether or not there are places truly safe from the lurking perils of a vast and largely wild world. As the chill begins to deepen with the waning dusk, you do your best to put the afternoon's events out of mind as you turn your focus to find suitable lodging. Following the blissful aroma of brewing palo, you turn into a broad lane that runs into a small quadrangle near the heart of the city. Allowing your nose to lead the way, you slip through the darkening streets, moving with haste haste and purpose along among the dwindling few few still about as darkness falls and that finishes this adventure for 256 experience to general and 32 experience to all skills and powers and now now there should be and there's a new another quest Another quest has been unlocked. It's called Stomper's Day Out. His keeper is dead and he's on the loose. This is another Oakenstone Mask inspired adventure by VWK. Start it. You can do this normal or scaled. I'll do it normal, but first, back to the regular weapons because there's no trolls around here. So I so there's nothing to bond. I'll okay, normal difficulty. Embark. Early one summer morning on the streets of Pakwur. The street trembles un- underfoot. Stomper is coming back. Wary from having already twice fled from the giant stone construct. You struggle to catch your breath while brazenly taking up a defensive stance in the middle of the board. Normally thronged thoroughfare. The lane, the lane is deserted. The terrified citizens of the seaport, including its guards, cower in alleys and doorways, their fearful gaze searching along the length of the street 
for any sign of the creature that most recently flattened an entire stable. Defiant, you stand alone between the escaped, rampaging creation of the slain sorcerer and, and the untold death and mayhem. The stone Benamoth will assuredly wake if allowed to continue its violent escapade. The sharp e echo of splintering wood carries along the street, instantly drawing your gaze to the end of the lane. There, storming out of the widening wall of thick grey dusk, his ma massive granite fists clutching the jagged timbers of the wagon he's just smashed is the stone construct effectively known as Stomper. With a thundering bellow, Stomper starts towards you, his every footfall sending tremors shooting along the entire length of the road. You defiantly hold your ground, silently cursing Yipsin, the mage who brought Stomper to life, only to be subsequently squashed, crushed by his... Creation, I should prepare to engage the waging creature of stone. I'm fighting Stomper. He's gonna stomp on me and also punch me. Begin combat. Stomper swats at you with his stone fist. Whoa, it's a plus five. That's a rare thing. Just keep swatting. I keep attacking. I'm going to battle rage. Gah! You're back. You're not doing what you were created to do. Yeah, you suck. You suck, Somba. You are badly designed. Ah, ah. You suck. He smashes through your defenses with a devastating blow. The 30... One damage. Smashes through our defences for 27 damage. And is now slain. Is that it? We'll see. The, the, the towering stone construct collapses into a heap of trembling wobble in the middle of the street. As you fall back from the creature's remains, you're startled by a series of loud groans. Suddenly... A dazzling blue glow surrounds the pile of shattered rock. Drawing yourself into a combat-ready stance, you watch with growing dismay as a somewhat smaller but no less fearsome version of Stomper rises out of the debris. With a savage bellow, the mighty construct rushes at you and attacks! It's Stomper again! But it's weaker now. Swats at you with the stone fists. It's a three plus roll now. So it's a bit weaker. But it might be a lot weaker. I do a special. Do, 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 do. Devastating blow. 30 damage. Devastating blow. 32 damage. Stop with the devastating blows already. Devastating blow for 29 damage. Devastating blow for 19 damage. I'm now critically wounded. But Stomper is near death. And is now slain. So, alright, I heal a bit after the fight. As before, a bright blue glow suddenly envelops Stomper's remains. Realising what is about to occur, you maintain a defensive stance. 
dense as the fearsome construct again rises. With his enraged bellows echoing along the street, Stomper rushes forward and attacks. Here we are, Stomper. Now stay down this time. Swats at you with his stone fists. Although, if, if you were going to call... If you were going to call a robot Stomper, it should try to stomp me with its feet like this. But, you know, a lot louder because it's made out of stone and is very huge. Yes, that's what it should do. It should stomp me. Stop it. If it's going to just punch me, it should be called Puncho. Or Fisticles. Or Stone Hand. Something like that. Not Stomper. If you're calling something Stomper, it should stomp. Admittedly, okay, it, it stomps on the way to me. Almost by default when you when your feet are that heavy. But it's not stomping at me. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, well. Oh, well, may, may, well, what do you expect from a mage? A mage that can't even, can't even remember to... Can't even program its... Can't, can't even cast the white spells on its constructs to remember. To the do not kill me. Just just wipe just wipe that in and glowing wounds inserted in the looking part in the head says, Do not kill me. Assume that's how it works. Uh, no, I've never brought a construct, a stone construct to life. So maybe it's slightly more difficult to program them not to kill you. Uh, <laughs> keep swatting. Not stomping, just swatting. Your enemy smashes through your defences with a devastating blow for 24 damage. Okay, and is now slain. Alright, what, what? What? A fourth time? That's, that, that breaks the rules! That breaks all the rules! You hastily wipe away the sweat pouring down your brow. And exhale sharply as you watch the all-too-familiar blue glow appear over the heap of rubble that was Stomper. In the blink of an eye, the stone construct, somewhat smaller than before, again rises and attacks. This, this is breaking the walls! It's coming back to life three times! Three times! It breaks the walls! You're breaking the walls, Stomper! You're only supposed to come back to life twice! You're breaking the wall of three. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it's three resurrections. This should be the last one. Begin combat. Swats at you with its stone fists. Okay. Keep swatting. Yes. Okay. And slain. Right. Near to exhaustion. Struggle to regain your breath as a faint blue glow envelops Stomper's shattered remains. Once now, once more, the stone construct, now perhaps half its original size, <coughs> rises from the heap of debris and attacks. Its movement slow, staggered, and awkward. I think this might be the end. Or is it just going to keep coming back until you end up with a 
to end up with a tiny little action figure sized stomper. And it's just going, trying to hit you with tiny fists. You say, ah, he's so cute, tiny stomper. He's so cute and so angry. I'm going to put you in a glass jar. So that's what you do. Then you pick up tiny action figure size stomper and put put him in put him in a glass jar. He goes, I angry stomper smash, stomper smash, uh, angry. I am angry. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to have to draw some, draw some art of that. Yep, begin combat. Stomper swats at you with his stone fists. Uh, okay, keeps going, keeps going, keeps going. Not even getting some, didn't even get any devastating blows in. Apparently he was too exhausted to do any of those. That, or I got lucky. You've slain your foe. 512 experience to general. You drop to one knee. A stomper again collapses into a heap of rubble in the centre of the road. This time, however, much to your profound relief. It appears that the fearsome construct is at last gone forever. Oh, I'm not going to get the little tiny action figure size stomper. But, you know, I can, you know, I can keep in a glass jar. And then tie to my belt and can, can, come around with me. Bring on my adventures. <laughs> no, no. Oh, well. Instead, instead of a blue glow forming over, there remains only a few thin trails of grey smoke rise up from the pile of smashed stone. Within just a few moments, the street that stood deserted during your battle with Stomper is filled with people. Many of those emerging from hiding wash up to the smoldering remains of the construct, while many more surround you, offering you their profound thanks and praise. As a contingent of the city guardsmen arrive, willingly remote into the crowd and start to make your way along the lane, content to leave the cleanup to others. Okay, hmm. City guardsmen, you weren't that useful here, but I can kind of understand. I mean, I mean, fighting fighting giant stone constructs that don't even stay dead—that's not in your in your job description, is it? Your dog description is going after thieves, to sitting 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 at the probably. Checking, checking what's coming in and out of the city. And saying, HALT! You have broken the law! Pay your, pay your fines. And all of that. Oh yeah, and also being killed in ridiculous numbers by murder hobos. Fortunately, fortunately, the world of Swift doesn't have any murder. Doesn't, doesn't let you become a murder hobo. Well, well you can do, you can t- sort of try that into a bit, but even then, not so much. Content to leave the clean-up to others. The days and months that follow your victory over Stomper 
Tales abound throughout Pakura and across the kingdom at large about your heroic stand against the waging stone construct. It is still soon discovered that Yetsprin, the mage who created Stomper to serve as a guardian of the seaport, the behest of the Council of Ma Ma Magistrates, had four similar constructs in storage in the city's northern center sector. Thank thankfully, Yipsin's other four stone Benamoths had not yet been brought to life and were summarily destroyed. Centuries from now, the story of Stomper's Day Out remains one of the most enduring tales of the age, with you at the centre of the action, saving Pak Hur from the terrible wage and unearthly might of a would-be guardian gone rogue. And that finishes this adventure for 1,024 experience to general and 128 experience to all skills and powers. Okay, no, no new quest adventures or quests were unlocked by doing that. Now I can visit the Hall of Lords, visit the gallery. Oh, there's a half-finished statue. What could that be? Towards the back of the gallery stands a half-finished statue of you. Despite all me, or well, Zoop, actually. <laughs> Despite a few small inconsistencies, you can't help but admit the statue, when completed, will be a very near likeness of you. Engraving along the square base of the statue details your heroic victory over Stomper, a feat for which Pakra will always be grateful. Woo! I think that's actually that's actually my first statue for Zoop. I mean, other 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 of my characters have other statues, like Octopus Doctor has a very large statue. And maybe we'll we'll visit that at some point. Along with the other large statues. Hmm, what else to do in Pakwa? Hmm. Is there anything else in the northeast part? Okay, what about the ruins of Stone Gap? Destroyed during a goblin raid nearly two centuries ago, the town of Stone Gap has never been rebuilt. The long deserted settlement situated on the eastern shores of Lake Ebrach was once, once home to a small but powerful conclave of wizards known as the Gate Wardens, or a satical. Only heaps of rubble and debris scattered amidst the foliage of the encroaching forest remain to mark where Stone Gap's buildings once stood. Adventures for this location, leaving Stone Gap. It's early afternoon and on your way out of Stone Gap. Here we go. Well, while hurriedly passing through the outskirts of Stone Gap, not about to ta tarry in the eerie ruins of the long-deserted town, you happen upon a curious scene. Moving towards you along the strange stretch of road that will carry you past the ruins is a young man 
His, his back bent beneath what appears to be a tremendous load contained within a leather pack. The lanky stranger look up, looks up as he draws near, but his expressionless face bears not even the faintest hint of emotion. Suddenly, your heart le- leaps into your throat. Throat when when you when when the flesh suddenly slivers off the young man's face, leaving behind only a grim, leering visage carved out of stark white bone. Hmm. Now, would the bone be white if it just if it if it was fresh? Would it be would it be more reddish? Um, I, I I don't know. I've not 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 looked at fresh bone. <laughs> the only bones I look at are bones that have been underground for a long long time. You stand, almost frozen in space, stunned by the gr- as you stand, almost frozen in place, stunned by the gruesome transformation. A strange feeling washes you, lasts for only a few moments, but leaves you feeling drained. That is, I've lost all, most of my Neville reserve, I only have one left. The skeleton straightens up, allowing the pack, pack to slide off its back and onto the ground. Hissing softly, the undead fiend draws a sword and lunges at you. It's a skeletal warrior. The skeleton slashes at you with its sword. Keep slash, slashity, slash, slash, slash. And I bashity, bash, bash, bash. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. I'm going to battle wage. Stop tricking people. It's not nice. 27 XP, with a final ragged hiss rising into the air, the skeleton collapses into a heap of splintered bones. You step back from the remains of the undead menace and exhale sharply. Quickly survey your surroundings, you determine, much to your relief, that nothing else seems to be stirring amidst the overgrown ruins of Stone Gap. You open open the pack your foe was carrying, Surprised to find it contains only rocks and dirt. Then you hear it. The sound of movement from the nearby forest reaches your ears. Curiously, with your every sense alert, you move in what you believe to be the direction from which the sound is coming. As you near a large, overgrown grown heap of rubble near the forest edge, you suddenly spot three figures lurching through the trio. The wag-clad trio, their backs, backs to you, appear to be digging a hole next to the base of a towering oak. Two of the three figures are you, are using shuffles, while the third, whose bearded face you can now plainly see, is leaning against the tree and peering down the hole. Who they appear to be human, the encounter with the skeleton reminds you appearances can certainly be deceiving. So I can approach them, observe them for a distance, but first I can use divination to give me some clues. Failed. Oh well, I've not got a clue. I have no idea. You channel. 
channel your power of divination, but are unable to sense anything definitive regarding the wagged trio. I'll just, just watch them for a bit. Continue to observe them. Stand, standing at the edge of the forest, continue to watch the three figures as they toil away at the base of the tree. Suddenly, the two digging figures cast their shudders aside and kneel at the edge of the hole. One of them, his human face now clearly visible, reaches down and, and retrieves what appears to be a small wood box. Places the box into a cloth sack. Cloth sack, and then, upon regaining his feet, he and his two horts turn and start heading in your direction. You quickly realise it will only be a matter of moments before you are discovered. So, few options. Move forward and meet the approaching men. Attempt to hide or remain where I am. I'm just going to remain where I am. You remain in place, doing nothing to conceal your presence from the approaching trio. You almost immediately spotted. Your pulse quickens as the flesh melts off the faces of the three men, leaving behind only the grim bone visages of the risen dead. Hissing wildly, the trio of skeletons draw weapons as they swiftly close in around you, making escape an impossibility. With no recourse but to valiantly hold your ground, you shrewdly position yourself to be able to face the encroaching undead, one at a time. This is the first skeletal warrior, who hacks with an axe. Axe hack, axe hack, that's what it's doing. Brutal stroke, 11 damage. Do do do, another brutal stroke. But now it's slain. 27 XP. You step back from the from the heap of shattered bone at your feet and draw yourself into a combat-ready stance as the second skeleton, its fleshless digits gripping the hilt of a broken-bladed sword, bears down on you. Second skeletal warrior swipes at you with his broken sword. Oh, well. I guess, you, I guess you're just going to make do with what you can find. Brutal stroke, 14 damage. Keeps fighting, not getting many hits in because it's a free plus brutal stroke for seven damage, and is slain. Twenty-seven experience. The last of the skeletons, moving more swiftly than the previous two, and brandishing a woodcutter's axe, staggers over the remains of his undead brethren, and attacks. Begin combat with the third skeletal warrior. Skeleton chops at you with his axe. Choppity chop, 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 chop. Ooh, devastating blows. You tremble with uncontrollable rage as you assail your foe. Okay, uncontrollable rage. Devastating blow for 26 damage. Oh my, that's a toughie. But especially since my NV, my Neville Reserve has been drained. So I can't use magic to just blow it up. Well, I can't use my own magic, but I could use magical items. 28 XP. Stepping back from the sh scattering of bones at your feet, you wipe away the sweat streaking down your brow 
and warily survey your surroundings. Thankfully, there doesn't appear to be anything else stirring in the immediate vicinity. Suddenly, the sound of something moving up from behind you sets your every nerve on edge. You spin to face what you instinctively believe to be an encroaching threat, only to have your eyes greeted by an empty forest scene. But there's probably something more to this. Pick a number. Bonus of 50. 20 from woodmanship, 20 from aura, 10 from luck. Gotta get 75 or more to find out what's really going on. 143. Success. As if guided by a sixth sense, your eyes suddenly dart up to the sturdy brows of nearby oak. There, perched on one of the towering hardwoods' broad arms, is a hide-clad clave goblin, his clawed hands clutching a short length of a thick rope. Immediately realising the wicked creature's murderous intentions, you fall back and draw yourself into a defensive stance, your eyes steadfastly trained on the leering, grey-skinned humanoid. You're startled when the goblin suddenly leaps down from, from the tree, nimbly lands on his feet, and bounds off into the forest, moving at pace you'll be hard-pressed to match. The wretched creature will soon be out of sight. Okay, I'm going to pursue the fleeing goblin. You take off after the fleeing goblin, eager to get your hand on the creature that seems prepared to ambush you only moments ago. Pick a number, bonus of 50, 20 from woodmanship, 20 from agility, no, 10 from agility, 10 from body, 10 from spirit. Gotta get 75 or more or you'll get away. 127 success, despite his incredible prowess in navigating the difficult terrain, you manage to overtake the, overtake the goblin. Lunging at him from behind, you wrap your arms around his waist and drag the startled creature to the ground, where he frantically squirms in a desperate bid to slip from your grasp. You struggle to control and subdue the thrashing goblin, all the while remaining mindful of its teeth and claws. Pick a number. Bonus of 60. 20 for normal combat. 20 for might. 10 from body. 10 from agility. Go to 75 or more. Or presumably it would either get away or bite me or both. 30. Success. While holding down, down the struggling gaunt. Goblin, you wholly determine how you attempt to glean some information from him. So I could demand an explanation, ask nicely for an explanation, soften him up with a few blows. Tell me! Tell me! Tell me! Tell you what? I don't know yet! Decide to. Oh, I could just actually let him go. But really, after all that effort I put, put it to catch him, I'm just going to let him go without at least getting something. I'm going to ask nicely first. You, 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 doing your best to assure the goblin that you mean him no harm, you ask him what he was doing in the vicinity of the digging skeletons, and why he was attempting to ambush you. Pick a number. 
bone support. 20 from diplomacy, 10 from mind, 10 from spirit. Got to get 100 or more. So so he will accidentally let slip. Slip whatever it is that he has to tell. Pick now. Oh, oh dear. 67 is a failure. Oh dear, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Despite your repeated attempts, the goblin refuses to talk. It becomes clear he's far more fearful of someone or something else than he is of you. He continues to try and squirm out of the grass. You hurriedly decide your next course of action. I could let him go. When do we am unconscious or kill him? Oh, might as well just let him go. Yeah, he's, he's not going to be of any use to me anyway. And if he's alive, maybe I'll come up. Maybe I'll meet him again and be able to try once more. Let him go. As the force behind the goblin's struggling seems to lessen, you let go of his shoulders and stand up, allowing the fierce creature to regain its feet. Without warning, the goblin springs up and savagely sinks his teeth into his shoulder. Ow! Oh, that's painful. You cry out in agony, releasing your grip on the goblin as a torrent of blood spills from the wagged wound. Thirty-one stamina points lost. Grunting loudly, his face smeared with blood, the goblin limps to his feet, immediately dashes off into the forest, swiftly disappearing amongst the dense foliage. With the goblin now gone, you clutch at the painful reminder of his savagery as you cautiously survey the surrounding forest and curse your misfortune. Despite not having gotten answers to the pressing questions that remain at the fore of your thoughts, you're thankful to survive the encounter with the desperate and deadly creature. After taking a few moments to tend your wound and check over your equipment, you turn and head back towards the road. As you retrace your steps, moving out of the forest and back towards the road, you come upon the remains of the skeletons you defeated. There, lying on the ground amidst the heaps of shattered bones, is the cloth sack into which you saw one of the undisguised undead place a small wooden box. You take possession of the sack and discover it indeed contains the small wooden box. After studying the box for several moments, you carefully remove its lid. The box contains a a triangular black gem, the glittering stone, no bigger than the thumbnail, quivers slightly every now and again. So if I had any Neville Reserve left, I could use divination, but I don't, so I can't. So I'll just, I'll just have to take the gem and hope it doesn't explode or something. Take the gem. I've got the black gemstone. You discovered this glittering black gemstone inside a wooden box in the forest north of the ruins of Stonecap. Every now and then, the small gem seems to quiver. There! It just did it! The instant you take possession of the gem, the shadows around you lengthen, enveloping you in a dense, unnatural pall of gloom. Turn and look upon me! This is a deep, sinister voice to your left. You need not fear. Slowly, 
still clutching the black gem in your closed hand, you turn in the direction of the voice. The arm, the vague, the vague, <laughs> I don't know where arm came from. The vague, translucent silhouette of a world figure hovers within arm's reach of you. The eerie spectre, its face a blur of churning black strands of gloom, nods and extends its white arm. Only a fluttering wisp of shadow exists where its hand should be. Take me, take my hand, and let me bring balance to what began when you acquired the stone. As says the apparition, its sinister voice invoking a vague, unsettled feeling. You will not again be asked. So if I had divin if I had any Neville reserve, I could use divination. You know what? I'm gonna reach out for the apparition's hand. Cause that honestly that usually gives me a lot of experience, so I'll do it. You reach out towards the apparition's extended hand, only to have your fingers pass through the wisp of shadow that seems to serve as the appendage. Believing that you failed to do what, ha what was asked, you promptly withdraw your hand, only, only to be surprised by the grim phantom's next words. And so you have done as much as any living soul could hope to do for one trapped as I am, rumbles the deep, sinister voice. Do not fear to examine the dark. Not all that hides from the light is wicked. And I also gain 2,048 experience to general. Oh, hey. In the wake of the apparition disappearance, you feel ill at ease among the trees of the forest. It almost seems as if unseen hands are hawkishly watching your every move. To making certain you're still in possession of the black gem, you prepare to set off on your way. You, t you make your way out of the forest and are soon again standing on the road that passes through the outskirts of Stoneback. A wary survey in both directions along the desolate stretch seems to confirm that you are Thankfully, alone. With no desire to linger here, you prepare at once to set out from the ruined town, eager to put this recent and unsettling turn of events out of mind. At least, for now. And that, that finishes this adventure for 256 experience to general. The only person who's been here recently is me. Okay, I'm going to go back to Pacwa so I can save. Auto West and save. No new adventures were unlocked by doing that. So next time we'll, uh, we'll do something. Maybe we'll go to Eastern Tysa instead. Haven't been there for a while. But until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.